and welcome to the Creative Christians Chat Show. I'm Brendan Conboy, the dog in the pod. This show is bursting with creative stories, ideas and inspiration with a Christian perspective. So let's get on with the show. Welcome back uh, to the Creative Christian Chat Show. Uh, my guest today is none other than Wendy H. Jones. Woo! Yeah, Wendy H. Jones in the house. And uh, uh, some people may know you, Wendy. Uh, Wendy, where are you from? I'm from Dundee in Scotland, as you can probably tell from my accent. Yeah, it's a great accent. And uh, and you are, an, well, you call yourself an author-entrepreneur. That's, that's that's correct, right, isn't yes. it? Yeah, yes. which is which is great. I love that. And um, you're also a blogger and a podcaster, and you you create the the writing and marketing show, which is actually one of my favourite podcasts. If you haven't ever listened to it, check it out. Uh, the the writing and marketing show. And what I love about you, Wendy, is you're also a writing mentor. You you help so many other writers, don't you? I do, yes. I'm a writing coach and I run the Authorpreneur Accelerated Academy, which helps people with the, both the writing and the business of writing. So I combine it, yes. That is so essential because a lot of people, they're, they're so, they're, they're great at writing they're, they're, or, or painting or sculpting or, or photography or all sorts of different creative skills. But when it comes to the business side, so many of them struggle and so hopefully this is a new series uh, it's about christians in, in uh, creative christians in business and hopefully some of what we're going to chat about today will be helpful to some of those people that are creative and are in business and or perhaps considering getting into business so it'd be good if you could just to explain your journey a little bit before we get into where you are now how did you get to where you are as a writer or a Christian or both? Oh, both, both. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, in terms of my Christian journey, um, I was brought up um, Catholic. I went to Catholic churches and things, um, and I still have a lot of respect for people who are Catholic. Um, I have no problem with the Catholic Church, but I then um, was started going to other um, churches and was looking into Christianity more um, deeply. And I actually became a Christian in Jerusalem. I lived there for a year. Wow. And it happened one Sunday at the church, although I would have considered myself to be a Christian the whole time, you know, but I really pinpoint it to that. But um, my writing journey, I've always been a writer. I started writing um, when I was um, uh, about seven, and I wow. wrote fan fiction then. And uh, obviously, life gets in the way. I became a nurse. I joined the Royal Navy. I joined the Army, uh, traveled all over the world. But wherever I was, I wrote letters home. I wrote, the, wrote down what I was doing, why I was doing it, just jotted down things that I enjoyed. Then I went into academia. And when I moved into academia, of course, there's an expectation that you have to um, publish. So I published <laughs> academic textbooks and frightfully boring articles that people would read in magazines because it was important at the time. But, you know, they were fascinating, I'm sure, then. But <laughs> they're about nursing and about education. Um, then I, I ended up, I was the deputy director of um, a faculty at uh, a university, and I got very ill with my lungs, and I mean very ill. Now, I was fine when I was sitting down, but when I stood up, 
I got um, I got breathless and my oxygen levels dropped um, down to levels that they couldn't realize, uh, believe I was still actually alive and not in intensive care. So it was all a bit tricky, really. And um, I then, after that, it, it makes you think, I was registered disabled because of my uh, lungs. And it makes you realize that life is for living, really. So I gave yeah. up working and moved back to, <laughs> moved back to Dundee. And then I discovered that, I mean, I'd been in the army and the navy, so I did have pensions, but I discovered then that one, these pensions are not enough to live the high life on, <laughs> and two, it's frightfully boring. So yeah. I w- was on a, a, a chat show with someone who a lot of your listeners may know, Amy, Amy Boucher Pie. Yeah. And um, she was uh, on a chat show on the radio, and I phoned her up and asked a question. And I asked her, you know, what should I do? And she said, well, just start writing and do NaNoWriMo, which I did. And the yes. rest, they say, is history. I now have umpteen books out, too many to number. I think there's about 18 plus a bunch of um, some that I've edited and some that I've uh, got short stories in, articles in, things like that. You mentioned NaNoWriMo for the people that don't know what that is. That's national novel writers month isn't it yes but it it's is, yes. but it's not just a month it goes on all year round, doesn't it yeah, <clears throat> yeah. so the, the books that you write now they are far from academia and, and boring they're, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're not i mean i write the detective inspector shona mckenzie mysteries which are gritty crime thrillers yeah and um, police procedurals I write the Cast Claymore Investigate series, which is cosy mystery. It's just a laugh out loud load of capers because nobody knows what they're doing. <laughs> um, and I write uh, the Bertie the Buffalo um, picture book series, which are with the fabulous Malcolm Down and Sarah Grace Publishing. And um, I also write a young adult mystery series called Ferguson Flora Mysteries. They're currently going to a new um, publisher. They're also going to Malcolm Down and Sarah Grace. And um, I'm also writing the Writing Matters series, which is a, a series for writers to help you with your marketing, motivation, um, all the business of writing, really. And I'm currently investigating and researching yet another series, um, which is called, well, it's not called anything at the moment, but it's based <laughs> on the real life um, story of a gentleman from Echo Fechen who joined, uh, who became a surgeon. Uh, he was a fully qualified doctor and surgeon by the age of 20. This was in 1818 when you could do those sorts of things. He was born in 1818. He then went off, joined the Royal Navy, sailed the seven seas and died at the age of 31 <laughs> in Wampoa in China. So I'm currently writing a series of novels based on his life. So that's wow. my writing journey. Well, wow, that is so, that's such a diversive journey. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of writers, they get, they fall into a hole. They get trapped in a hole of this is what I must write, but but you don't yeah. do that. You 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 are so diversified, um, which is should should set an example to to people in all sorts of business. I believe that uh, sometimes uh, businesses can become very fixed in in one area, and uh, and 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 it can be a struggle, and often they they fail. What has, what has made you successful? Um, I'm not entirely sure. Who can say? Um, first of all, write books that people want to read, and people obviously want to read them because they're buying them. So I'm just yeah. like, well, 
Um, so that's the first thing. Secondly, it's networking. And yeah. so I network with everybody. I'm everywhere. People say that to me. They go, Wendy, you are everywhere. You know, I'm doing book signings. There's posters up about them everywhere. And people will go, you know, wherever I go, your face is there, Wendy, you know. And they'll see me. I'm on every social media platform. I do a lot of marketing, a lot of promotion. But my biggest go to is be nice to people never ever be horrible to anybody no matter how horrible they are to you be nice just be nice to everybody because if you're nice to people they're usually nice back yeah you know yeah and, and people buy off of people that are nice don't they mm-hmm. i've gone in i've gone into shops and, I, and i've walked out because the the, sh- the person behind the till was rude and offensive yeah yeah, yeah. so you don't buy off of people like that so yeah you talk about being nice, and uh, I, I, quite often I hear this this struggle uh, with people in business and people in ministry, uh, and people say, often Christians say, oh, you should be in ministry and not in business, and others say, well, no, I'm in business and I don't have a ministry. But I I think everybody in business has a has a has a bit of ministry as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely true. Because I am, um, you know, my, my writing is my ministry. Um, I can talk about my Christian faith. Yeah. People bring it up. They'll yeah. say to me, Wendy, you're a Christian and yet your books, your D.I. Shona McKenzie books, you kill people in the most horrific ways. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. great. And I'm like, yeah, that's fine. I, but there's no sex or swearing in my books because no. I don't, you know, there's nothing like that. So people can read them. Anybody can read them if they're the right age group. I wouldn't want a 10-year-old to read one of those because they're a bit gritty. But, you know, um. If they're already reading Stephen King, they're fine. Get on with it. You'll be fine yeah. with my book. But it's it's so then I can talk about my Christian faith. I don't ram it home to everybody. I just chat about it um, and tell them, you know, what I believe. If they want to know it, if they don't, that's fine. You know. So I think that God will take you on a path, on a journey. And some people will just write Christian books. God hasn't told me to write Christian books. He's not put any Christian books on my heart. If he wants me to write Christian books, he'll do it. There'll be more Christianity in the um, historical fiction because it's based in a time when everybody went to church. Yeah. (laughs) So you can't get round it. You know, they're not going to be Christian novels per se because that's not what I feel I should be writing. I put a, a question on a, a, a Christian uh, business forum, and I said, I asked the question, "What question would you ask a Christian business person?" And one of the questions that came back was, uh, "How is Christ reflected in your business and interactions with the public?" That's quite a, a tough question, I think, to to answer for some people. Well, it can be, but. I mean, I believe that you, as again, it goes back to being pleasant. Just be pleasant to everybody. I'm not being funny. In the writing community, 99.99% of people are delightful, supportive, lovely. You'll get the odd point, not not one percent who think that the world owes them a living, you know, and they'll start to get nasty and spiteful. Don't retaliate. Don't be nasty and spiteful back, you know. Just treat them with kindness and respect. And they'll either go away or they won't go away. And quite frankly, unless they're standing in front of you at a book signing, <laughs> they can either be marched out by security or they you can block them on social media. 
Yeah. You know, if yeah. you start to get spiteful and nasty. Yeah. You've actually supported me with, with, with stuff in the past and, and, and you didn't even realise it. I remember there was a conversation online before about book blurbs uh, and I, I, I put up a, a potential blurb for one of my books yeah. and, and you came back with, with comments and afterwards, <laughs> uh, later on when, when the book was published, I, I, I put a post up that thanked you. For, for help with the blurb and you came back and said I don't even remember that <laughs> and I, I just think that is that is how we should be in, in our creativity and in business we should as you're saying we, we should support those around us all the time uh, and it's interesting that you do that and then it's gone and it's just one of the things that you do <laughs> I love that I believe in helping other people. We're not yeah. lone wolves. You know, lone wolves go nowhere. No. Um, it, we need to be, we're pack animals as humans, you know. we, we are, And we are a community. The writing community is a community. The Christian community is a community. Yeah. And we need to be supportive of each other. There's enough room. Like I said, I had a friend of mine I was with at a book signing with yesterday. And she was signing crime books and I was signing crime books. We were next to each other. Yeah. We were helping each other out. We were going... I write crime books, so does my friend Chris at the next table. You can get two sets of nice crime books here. And she was saying the same. We yeah. support each other. It's completely pointless going against each other and me going, oh, you need to buy my books and not hers, you know. Yeah. It's crazy. People will either buy, most people buy off both of us, but if they don't, <laughs> they'll sometimes buy off Chris and not off me. And sometimes they'll buy off me and not Chris. It's the way it goes. If yeah. she's away yeah. from her table... I will help her. They'll say, well, I'm more interested in historical fiction, uh, historical crime. I'll go, look, I can help you with brilliant series. My friend Chris was not here for the minute, but I can help you. Obviously, I can't sign the book, but if you just want to buy the books, I can do it for you. There's room for both of us. Yeah. You know, there's room for both. There's room for everybody. Yeah, and that's the same. You can apply that that, that thinking to any form of business. Yeah. You know, if if you're running, a, 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 say, an Indian takeaway uh, restaurant or something, and another one opens next door, you could have the attitude of, oh, no, no, they're going to take our custom. But actually, they're going to bring in more custom because there's going to, it's going to draw more to the, you know, there's a street in, in the town that I live in, in Stroud. And that's where all the Indian and Chinese restaurants are. Everybody yeah, goes yeah. there for them. And so they support each other, no matter what your business is. So that's, that's, I think that's a key point. Um, I think as a Christian, and a, a creative Christian, I, 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 the way I look at myself is I work in partnership with God. Um, but there's times when I've, I've felt, and I don't know if you've ever been in this situation, uh, I felt that God has abandoned me. Have you ever been in that situation? I suppose we have at times. Um, there's always times in your life where you think God's abandoned you. Um Thankfully, I can't remember them. I've either got a terrible memory or I've an ability to just move forward, one or the other. <laughs> so I think maybe it's a memory business. But, yeah, there are times, but then you realise, I don't forget them completely, because then you realise further down the road that God had a plan. Yeah? I could have felt that when I had those really bad problems with my lungs, which fine, yeah. I'm fine now. It rec they recovered. Um, but I could have at that point thought that God had abandoned me. But he hadn't. He just had a different plan for my life. And I just look at it like that, really. And I don't tend to look back with regret because that's pointless. 
you, you might as well look to the future and what you can change. You can't do anything about the past. No, that's true. You work with where you are, with what, what you have. Um, but what about it, it, so if somebody's listening to this and they might be struggling trying to start out, maybe as a writer, maybe as some other form of Christian creative business, um, and maybe they're, they're, they're in that place where they're thinking, God, where are you? You know, I feel like you're calling me to do this, but the doors aren't opening. What, how do, how do, how could you motivate a person like that when they're, they've got this vision, but it's not moving forward? Well, there's a couple of things. First of all, um, I would say never give up. That's the big thing. Yeah, you might have a vision, but God might have given you that vision, but he might have a different version of that vision than you've got. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, I might have a vision that I'm going to win the Booker Prize. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't, by the way, I don't. But I might have a, a vision that I'm going to win the Booker Prize. God's put me on a different path to that. I'm not writing the, the types of books that are going to win the Booker Prize. <laughs> I can do the best of with what I've got and what God wants for me. Now, if it's a door that God wants you to go through, because we've all we've all been there where we think, oh, God wants me to do this. Yeah, I could think, oh, God wants me to be a brain surgeon. I'm never going to be a brain surgeon because <laughs> I'm too late in life, you know. But that would be me, not God, yeah? Yeah. If God has put you on a path, he will open the right doors for you. Mm. Yeah, and hold on to that. Pray about it. Give it to God, and just keep going on that path. Because He may. I mean, I I have a publisher, but when I first started, I went to publishers and was turned down like everybody else. Um, I don't know one person that's gone to one publisher and they've gone, yeah, that's, mil that's brilliant. Let me give you millions of pounds. You know, yeah. even the big authors had to. So, and I'm a little bit impatient, so I thought, oh well, I'll just self-publish, and it's worked out for me. But now I've got publishers. So maybe at that point he didn't want me to have a publisher. Now he does. Mm. Yeah? Yeah. For my historical fiction books, I didn't know whether to go for a publisher or not. I pitched it to someone who's very interested and um, a publisher. And so that may be a route that um, God wants me to go down. But I very firmly believe that I was meant to go down that route in the first place. God has it in control. Yeah, he certainly has. Yeah. Mm. <coughs> You describe yourself as a, an author. Yeah. A lot of writers struggle to call themselves that. Uh, but you call yourself an author and an entrepreneur. Yeah. Which I love, which I said at the top. Uh, but what does an entrepreneurial savvy Christian look like? A lot of Christians struggle with uh, the making money bit. Yeah. Well, we all have to make, we all have to live. We all yeah. have to feed ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's believing that God wants the best for you as well. Mm. And an entrepreneurial savvy Christian person is like any other entrepreneurial person. It's just that they're doing it on using um, Christian principles. Yeah. They're based yeah. on it. It's on the base of a of Christianity and the belief in Christ. Now. I am a firm believer that I'm running a business. I'm running an author business. And as that, I deserve to be paid for that. Now, yeah, there's a thing yeah. in the world where the, everybody believes that writers should do it for the love of it, starving in a garret. Why? You wouldn't ask your plumber to do that. You wouldn't <laughs> ask your joiner to do that. You wouldn't ask the butcher to do that. You can't go into Tesco's and tell them, I'm a 
a writer and I'm struggling in a garret, so can I have my food for nothing? <laughs> you know, yeah. we have to live like everyone else. And God wants the best for us. He doesn't want us to be starving in a garret. He wants <laughs> us to have the best that he can provide. And um, that's what I believe. Yeah. You know, and a worker is worth their money. Absolutely. Now, I've heard people, people say, well, can you give me money off your book? And I'm like, no, because... <laughs> You know, I can't go into Tesco's and go, people are not paying the full amount for my book. No. So I can't pay the full amount for my groceries. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. bear in mind that you're supporting yourself like any other job. It's a job when all's said and done. But yeah. because we love it and we're passionate about it, then you're meant to do it for nothing. Nobody yeah. would say to some, you know, to a, a, a concert uh, violinist, oh, <laughs> You must love it. You're passionate about it. So come to the Carnegie Hall and do it for free. But they do. I'm a, I'm a musician. I play in a band and, and uh, I'm, I'm a drummer and a singer. Uh, and so often we, we get asked to play at festivals. Uh, uh, and it's, I'll oh, come along and we'll we'll give you a bit of food and some beer. Mm. Uh, and it's like, no, 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 we've, we've worked hard. You know, we've invested yeah, in, yeah. in the craft of, of music. Yeah. And, uh, but it's the same with writing. They'll say, it I'll is. come to the festival and you'll get exposure. I'm going, I get loads of exposure, thanks. Yeah. But I will go to festivals because the difference for me is I can sell books. Yeah. Yeah. So I usually sell enough books at any festival I go to, we're paid or otherwise, that it supports my being able to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, if it's a festival that's just setting up, I will try and support them to give them mm. the support. But if it's an established festival, they can put money in their pocket and pay me. Yeah. You know, um, I will do talks to some places that are free, but with schools and nurseries and things, I will say to them, you can get money from the, from the Scottish Book Trust to pay me. It doesn't cost the school anything. It costs this, they, they can apply for creative, for, um, for funding to pay yeah. authors to come and yeah. visit the school. So I need to eat as well, you know, <laughs> and that's always the way. But if I go to a small group uh, and they go, look, we don't charge money really, we haven't got much in the coffers, I'll go and speak to them and they usually buy, you know, a couple, couple of hundreds worth, pounds worth of books. So, Yeah, makes it know. worth it. Uh, yes. to, to sum this part up biblically, uh, yeah. it, even Paul, the apostle, went out and made tents yeah. you know it, whilst he was in his ministry he went out and made tents and obviously he yeah. sold those tents so it's a biblical principle that people yeah. you yeah. know ministry business we need to survive we need to eat <laughs> so make tents everybody make tents yeah <laughs> There's not much call for tents in Scotland. It rains all the time. No, but it's a principle of tent making. Yeah, <laughs> Scotland's a lovely country. It's beautiful. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm half Irish, so you know, it rains a lot in Ireland as well. It rains a lot in Ireland. <laughs> so let's just end end this now. Uh, sum it up by if you could give three key virtues of a Christian in business. What would what would they be? What what would be the virtues of a of a Christian in business? My first one would be um, stay rooted in God. God first before like everything that. else. Yeah. My second one would be um, be pleasant to everybody and act and act in a fair and just manner with everyone. Now that's not saying be nice and let them walk all over you. No. But it's saying. 
be act in a fair and just manner so that you are showing that you are different. Yeah. And my third one would be be the best you can be at whatever you're doing. Yeah. Put your heart and soul into it and demonstrate that you are doing things to a, a, a high quality and working at a professional level. Absolutely. Yeah. That's so standing stand on God, good thing, yeah. strong foundation. Uh be nice to everyone. Yeah. Uh, and be professional, high quality. Yeah. That is so important. Those three things are, are so important. And I think that is great advice. And if anybody is in business and not 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 demonstrating those three virtues it, as a Christian in, in business, then reflect on that. That's great advice from Wendy H. Jones. Wendy, uh, where can people find you? You've, you're all over the place, as people say. <laughs> I am all over the place. Well, I'm Wendy H. Jones all over the place. So if they want to find me on my website, I'm wendyhjones.com. If they want to find me on social media, I'm Wendy H. Jones, with the exception of um, TikTok, where I'm Wendy H. Jones author. So that's the one exception to everything, um, because TikTok's different. And you can certainly find me on TikTok, that's for sure. <laughs> um, and before we go, just say something about, you, you mentioned it earlier, about your coaching that you provide. Yep. For, for Can you just expand a little more on that? For... I'm a writing coach, so if people want help with their manuscripts, they want help to start as a writer, I can help them there. If they want um, editing, I, I edit manuscripts. Um, I give writing critiques services. Um, anything around the business of writing. I'm a marketing coach, so I will coach people through their marketing. Um, And again, you can um, go to wendyhjones.com, click on the uh, tab for writing and marketing, and you can get a free 20-minute coaching session with me to see if you'd like to work with me. And that is top quality, the best level, the highest level, because that's what Wendy does. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to pray for you before we go, uh, and for for anybody that's listening to this as well. Lord, I thank you for the the knowledge that Wendy has, Lord, that she's willing to come on here and spend her time sharing that knowledge and uh, that encouragement, Lord. And uh, Lord, I just pray that if anybody listening to this. Um, I just pray that people listening to this will be inspired by it and Lord that they would be enthused by it and they would go out and uh, they they would change their business principles if they're not working the way that Christian Christians in business should work Lord and that, that they would uh, build that foundation on you to glorify you in all that they do Lord I just pray that now for, for Wendy and everything that she does Lord that she does so much she's an incredible lady uh, and and I just thank you for the the way that she blesses so many people through all that she does I don't know where she finds the time to do it all but Lord I just I pray now that you would continue to fill her up and uh, give her the energy that she needs to to continue working in the way that she does and, and to touch lives in the way that she does. And I pray that in your name, Lord. Amen. Amen. Amen.
Thank you for listening to the Creative Christians Chat Show. It's been great having you here with me today. Don't forget to share this podcast with your friends. I'm Brendan Conboy and you can find me at brendanconboy.co.uk where you can buy me a cup of coffee if you like to support me and my creative work. Follow me also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and YouTube. For now though, God bless and goodbye.